and welcome to the What The Heck podcast, a show that looks at mysteries and the unexplained. I'm your host, Glenn. Every week, I look at something unexplained, telling a story or describing it, and then look at the theories surrounding it. I won't give you any answers, because I don't know them myself. I'll just give you what you need to decide for yourself. Research is done as academically as possible, and references will be given after the stories. This is a creature feature episode, and the first of the year. This one is a cryptid episode. We're off to Michigan to look at a creature that stalks the area. That's right, it's the Michigan Dogman. of the Michigan Dogman dates back to 1887. Two lumberjacks reported that they had seen a creature in the woods in Wexford County. Stories of the Dogman can be traced back even further to Native American folklore from the area. The Odawa tribe have stories of a similar creature in their stories, and perhaps it's the same thing. According to the legend, The Dogman only appears on years ending with seven and is known to appear every 10 years. This only seems to be true in more recent years and the rule of seven is only sometimes true. In 1937, a man named Robert Fortney was attacked by a pack of dogs in Paris County. In the attack, Fortney caught sight of the Dogman who began to attack him when it noticed him. The next sightings were 20 years later, in 1957. That year, multiple reports came in from Lower Northwestern Michigan. 10 years later, in 1967, more reports came in around Manistee and Cross Village. None of these years have much information to go with them, because of the sheer number of reports during those times. In the 70s, someone was filming in the woods of Michigan and managed to catch the Dogman on camera. Known as the Gable film, it's one of the most compelling pieces of evidence in favour of the existence of the Dogman, often being used today by believers to prove his existence. In 1987, Steve Cook, working for WTCM, a radio station in Michigan, played a song called The Legend. The song recounted the legend of the Dogman and spoke of where it could be found. Soon afterwards, Cook began to receive calls from listeners who shared their stories of the Dogman. Cook began to sell cassettes of the song, donating all the proceeds to a local animal rescue. He still sometimes receives calls of people claiming to have seen the Dogman. In 2000, a woman slowed her vehicle down at the intersection of Dickman and Clark at Fort Custer so a dog could cross the street. She watched the dog cross and as it reached some nearby weeds, it stood up on two legs and looked back at the woman. In 2008, a woman going by Nellie recounted something very similar to the 2000 sighting near Harmonia Cemetery. She said that when she left, 
she felt the creature could have jumped onto the roof of her car if it had wanted to. In 2012, a film called Dogman was released. Directed by Rich Brower, it follows Hanklin and Dorothy Purvis, who live on a Midwestern farm as they deal with an attacker that may not be human. Two years later, in 2014, Dogman 2 was released. Set a year after the first film, it follows Hanklin and Dorothy once again as they fight the children of the original Dogman. In 2017, a truck driver was driving through the Manistee National Forest when he encountered the Dogman. Joe Barger, a 59-year-old army veteran, was transporting paper from a mill in northern Michigan and encountered the creature. He said that he had never heard of it prior to his encounter. As he had been driving, he realised that he had an air leak. He stopped to check out and found a leak by the back brake chamber on the truck's trailer. He was able to fix it and climbed under the trailer to fix it before he got a bad feeling. He said that he had heard a sound that he thought was unnatural. Looking around, he saw a shadow in the tree line, even though there was plenty of light to be able to see. Michigan is bear country, and Barger thought it could be a black bear. For safety, he returned to the cab of the truck and checked the air. He'd fixed the problem and was good to go, but the forest was still making him feel uneasy. He started to check his rearview mirrors for traffic and saw something in the right side mirror. He said that there was a wolf head in the mirror that looked to be the size of his window. The figure was trotting alongside the truck and gaining on the cab. He heard the creature's claws scratching at the window and door handle. He said that the creature's eyes were darting around but kept looking at him and he could tell that it wanted to get him. Instead of bringing the window up, Barger remembered his gun. He took it out from the holster on his waist and fired two shots at the creature. The creature went down. Barger said he was at point-blank range and is certain he got the creature in the face. He wanted to stop to check on the creature to be sure it was dead. By the time he managed to turn around and return to the spot the creature had gone down, it was gone. Instead of the large creature that had been trying to get him, there was a jeep and two people. Barger said that the people had said that they had seen two bears fighting. Instead of explaining the situation, he decided to continue on. He later said that he thought that maybe the bears the people in the jeep had seen were both dogmen and that there was actually a second one out in the forest. The story doesn't end there. Federal authorities detained him and told him that he had killed one of their assets and that he should stop trying to tell his story. And he did until 2022, when he told his story again. Who those federal authorities were is unknown. That's it for the Dogman sightings, but who knows if we'll see it again. Having said that, now we've looked at the sightings, how about we see what it looked like? 
The Michigan Dogman has been around for over a hundred years. It seems to appear once every ten years or so. But what does it look like? There seems to be two descriptions of the Michigan Dogman. The first, and original, is that the Dogman stands on two legs, has the body of a man and the head of a dog. The earliest reports of the creature all followed this description, and most of the sightings before 1937 at least came from lumberjacks in the forests of the state. The second description comes from the 1937 sighting. This description puts the dogman as a normal dog, but gives it the ability to stand on its hind legs and attack that way. This description is the same as the 2000 sighting, but by 2008 it had changed again. Nelly's description changes back to the original with some minor changes. Joe Barger described the creature in the same way, but made sure to explain just how large it was. Nelly described the dogman as having the body of a young boy and the ability to stand on two legs and four legs. She said that the creature had a boyish face and ears like a German shepherd dog. That's it for the description of the creature. It's really just as simple as a man and dog hybrid. Knowing the story and the description, what is the Michigan Dogman? There isn't an origin story for this one, so there aren't really any written theories. One theory suggests that the Dogman is an actual werewolf. It makes sense since the descriptions are almost the same in some stories. It doesn't explain why there aren't more sightings of the creature over the last hundred years or so though. The issue with the theory is that werewolves are often mindlessly aggressive creatures and the Dogman has been known to attack people, but that's not always the case. It suggests that the two are actually separate and that the Dogman isn't actually a werewolf. Another theory, probably deeply rooted into the folklore of this cryptid, is that the Dogman is an actual hybrid. Part man and part dog, it could easily be the result of a scientific experiment, the offspring of a relationship between man and beast, or even some kind of magical curse. Without an origin story, there isn't much to explore here. Science would likely suggest that such a union wouldn't work without human intervention. So the hybrid offspring idea is likely impossible. Human intervention and magic are a little more difficult to explain away though. The third theory is that the Dogman isn't real. The Gable film, as one of the most compelling pieces of evidence of the Dogman, should really remove this theory. Except, the person who filmed it, Micah Gruser, admitted to it being a hoax. Add to the hoax the stories from the Odawa tribe, and you have some good cautionary tales saying that it's dangerous in the forest and the wilderness. It's difficult to tell what the Michigan Dogman really is, 
but it's due to appear relatively soon, since 2027 is just around the corner. Just in case, if you're planning on going to Michigan or are already there, be on the lookout for the dog man. He doesn't always attack, but it's better to be safe than sorry. The history and eyewitness accounts from this episode came from an article from the Patriot Press called Mysteries, Oddities and Everything Strange, Michigan Dogman. A Michigan radio article called Who's a Good Boy, Not the Michigan Dogman. An article from the Battle Creek Enquirer called Battle Creek Folklore, Do You Believe in the Dogman of Fort Custer? An article from the Midland Daily News called Michigan Trucker Believes He Encountered, Shot the Dogman, and the IMDb pages for Dogman and Dogman 2, The Wrath of the Litter. The descriptions of this week's creature came from the Patriot Press article, the Battle Creek Enquirer article, and the Midland Daily News article. The theories from this episode came from the Patriot Press article. References for the episode and links to studies will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. Social media links are available using the link in the episode description. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we'll be posting short pieces of episodes on TikTok. I have a Patreon, but I'm still deciding what to post on it this season. There is a £3 tier if you want to support me anyway. The link to the Patreon is also on the link tree and, as before, you're welcome to pledge more than £3 a month and I'll find something extra special for the people that do. My email address is also in the episode description if you want to send me spooky stories, unexplained events or even mysteries you want me to look at. If I get enough, I'll set up some listener episodes to read them. Please don't hesitate to email me if you have any corrections or issues with things that I've said. Once I've seen the email, I'll make sure to correct myself. The next episode will be out on Wednesday and next week's Creature Feature will be out on Saturday, November 12th. So hold on until then.